you ready to kickstart your week with some dirt slinging and tire slaying action motorsports radio that packs the biggest guests? Hi, right, Ken Block here. Hey, my name's Jolene Van Butte. What's up, Brian Deegan here? Vaughn Ginn Jr. here. They've been thrown into one show that has broken down the barriers of what a motorsports radio show should be. This is the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with support from General Tire, KMC Wheels, Dirtfish, Gibson Exhaust, and MTX Audio, with your host, who also happens to spend his weekends flying 800-horsepower trucks through the dirt, Jim Beaver. When was the last time you saw an off-roader rally driver begging to get behind the wheel of a NASCAR IndyCar? Yep, not happening, but you sure see these pavement racers begging to drive our cars. And his partner in crime every week, a self-proclaimed Canadian moto chick who was jumping triples and taking podiums before most guys even learned to ride. Amy Hood. No one knows how to say my last name. Like, is it really that hard? Amy Hood. Like, I'm from the hood. Don't get it twisted. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to join us as we take you through a motorsports ride like no other. Here is the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other, Jim Beaver. Good morning and welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here with Amy Hood. What is happening, Amy? Oh, not too much. I just had my first race this weekend. It went absolutely epic. So excited to be back on two wheels. And uh, yeah, I'm just getting ready, uh, training hard at the gym. I got another race this weekend. Yeah, I know we had, uh, you had racing, I didn't have racing, but it was a ton on TV. We got pro motocross to talk about. We've got, uh, man, what else do we have? We had Baja 500, we've got pro motocross, we've got Formula Drift, we've got GRC, we got Stage Rally. It's, uh, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. Not only that, <laughs> but we've got, we've got James Hinchcliffe, the mayor of Hinchtown. He's going to be on air. He's making his down and dirty radio show debut we've also got chris atco atkinson driver for subaru rally team usa they found their way to the podium this weekend in the gr series c series he's making his debut here on the down and dirty radio show as well and then we've got and this one uh it's gonna be fun back in the house we've got justin lambert factory polaris razor driver he won the utv event overall down there in baja and then i'm stoked to say he was gonna be on air this week we're pushing it back to next week something popped up but the newest red bull athlete andy mcmillan he also took the overall victory in baja here on the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor when R.J. Anderson wanted to set a world record for the longest UTV jump in history, not once but twice, what company did he trust? Polaris and their championship-winning Razor XP1000. R.J. is a UTV champion behind the wheel of Polaris vehicles, and he exclusively trusts the Polaris Razors to bring him race wins and championships against some of the toughest off-road racers in the world. The same Polaris Razors RJ has won championships in, set world records in, and conquered the wall of death in XP1K2 are available to you at your local Polaris dealer. Take the advice of world record holder RJ Anderson and visit Polaris on the web at Polaris.com to see the full lineup of Polaris Razor vehicles or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor.
For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. As certain as the sun rises and sets around the world, OTSFF Group is dedicated to providing flexible, comprehensive, and reliable transportation solutions. Air transportation, ocean freight, ground transportation, or a combination of services. We offer innovative and custom-built packages specifically designed to meet your transportation need. OTSFF Group has been keeping shipments moving globally for nearly two decades. OTSFF Group, flexible logistics services designed for you. More information at OTSFF. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru Rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 15% discount welcome back to the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor jim beaver amy hood here another big weekend of racing action i gotta say though uh man star car the video i promoted it last week we dropped it tuesday afternoon i think so far we're at like fifty-eight thousand views a thousand likes and 183 shares so uh thanks to all you guys yeah, who, yeah we're getting some track it's weird like the start of the week after a drop nobody really watched it and i was like oh man like we were down there like a thousand two thousand views and then like something happened like friday like thursday or friday and over the weekend things like exploded like we were getting like ten thousand views a day you know so i don't know it's like you never know how things work it takes a while to get traction or whatever but uh, no things are crazy now so uh people sharing it and it, yeah so um thanks to everybody who tuned in for that uh you know if you haven't checked it out it's a recap video from the utv world championship uh go and check it out over there on facebook my facebook page and uh, like it, share it, uh, let me know what you think of it. But uh, we got more of them coming out. we got one from Vegas Torino in August. Uh, that'll be the next one that drops. But, uh, yeah, that's going on. Project Action. Things are lovely over there. Thanks to everybody tuning in. Uh, this week we got Michael Tully from the Jason Ellis Show. He's going to be my guest. That'll be fun. I've interviewed Jason Ellis a few times. we got Michael Tully, his uh, – his partner in crime, that is going to be an interesting one. Also a professional comedian. So that's happening over on Project Action. And uh, so, I don't know, lots of good stuff going on, lots of racing. I know you raced some moto this weekend, uh, blowing the rust off. How was that, Hood? Yeah, it's funny, too. What, you're talking about videos and views. And, you know, I posted some pretty cool content for Monster Jam. I mean, 
you know, it was International Donuts Day, post some sweet, you know, donuts in my Monster Jam truck, and there's a lot of my cool saves all season, but it's so weird. I post one goon video. It's not really goon, but, you know, the video starts off with me barely being able to, having to roll over to a hay bale to start my bike. But uh, I posted a video just the other day, I think it was on Friday, on Instagram of me just doing doing some motos. My, I brought one of my girlfriends to the track, and she took a couple videos. And I got, like, 70,000 views on that thing. And it's so funny because I don't know what it is. If people think that girls can't ride dirt bikes or what it is, but everyone always seems to respond so much to when I post actual videos of me riding. And then, you know, everyone always gets on my butt, why don't you make YouTube videos? Why don't you film yourself more? It's not the easiest thing to do to film yourself riding a dirt bike, okay? Like, People don't understand that I don't just have a photographer that follows me around 24-7. But, um, no, it's just it's just crazy how much response I get to me riding a dirt bike compared to me driving a monster truck. Like, I know my fan base is really more two-wheel kind of dominated, but, I mean, the content in a monster truck is just sick. Like, it looks so cool, but people just love, love dirt bikes. But, Anyways, all that aside, I'll probably have a lot more motocross stuff coming because, you know, tis the season for two wheels. But, yeah, this weekend was awesome. And, you know, we just went to kind of a local race down in the States. Hasn't raced at all, at all. You know, I've only really sat on a dirt bike about three, four times this year, maybe five. Um, but, yeah, I won uh, I won the women's race. I won the women's moto, both motos. And I was running second in 250B, and I was happy with that. Okay, I faded like a chump, but, you know what? <laughs> To be riding in second in the boys' class, I'm, I'm happy with that. But I'll throw me to the wind because this has nothing compared to Kim Hood, my dad, 62 years old, you guys, and won 450A class. Like, he's riding against, like, 18-year-old punk kids who've got nothing but stamina, and my dad won 450A. Like, that is insane. Everybody kind of swarmed over to the track and were watching and, and couldn't believe that he beat, like, the local pro kid that comes and wins everything. And it was just – it was so awesome. I was so proud. It was a proud daughter moment. I wish that I could be as gnarly as him when I'm his age. You know what? It's funny, too, because you say that, and it's like my dad, he raced off-road for 30-something years, right? I mean, he did battle with the best there is. And, uh, like, I forget about that, you know, because he's hanging around the shop and he helps us prep and work on things and welds and stuff like that. But once in a while, like, we'll take the pre-runner out or one of the razors and I'll ride with him. And he'll just start throwing it in these slides and stuff like that. And I'm like, I forget how freaking good of a driver he is. Like, you just – and it's yeah. like your dad. Like, he's hanging well, – well, I know, but it's just – you know, it's funny, though, because it's like, you know, they, they've kind of had to step away a bit because of life and, you know, and everything else. But they come back, and it's like your dad, he's still shredding, man. That's freaking awesome, especially when he's whooping the kids, you know. It's like, you know, I, yeah. I love that. Like, kids get all cocky and think they're unbeatable, and then your dad comes out and just slaps some sense into him. You know, it's like, no, look – you still got a lot to learn, kids. <laughs> I know. Well, he just has some fun with it. And, like, I, I, there's sometimes where he just knows when to turn it on. And there's some days he just wants to win. Some days he can give, you know, two, two whatevers. Like, he doesn't care. But sometimes he just, he loves the track or he's having a blast. And he just turns it up, like, finds that seventh gear that is, you know, only a few people can ever find. Right. And, he just knows how to win races. It's insane. And he's so, like, naturally talented. I mean, he's ridden for, like, 60 years, okay? This guy's been doing it forever. But he had, 
even racing against these young kids and 18-year-olds, like, he doesn't get tired. Like, he never gets tired. He has so much stamina. It's absolutely, absolutely incredible to even watch. Like, I'm so proud that that's my dad. <laughs> I hope that I can, you know, adopt some of those riding qualities when I get a little bit older here. But, no, we had fun. And, again, kind of back to, back to the gym. Training motocross is so much gnarlier. I got to work so much harder to be able to keep up to them 12-year-olds <laughs> that I raised the game. So, uh, yeah, no, it's fun. It's it's been it's been good. Yeah, isn't that the truth though? Like, and you know, and I I you know wave the flag here because I'm a four wheel racer. Like, I can get on a actually I can just ride a bicycle over at the skate park for a couple hours and be so tired, like my arms and things like that. You know what I mean? And it's like you forget in a you have to be in shape to drive a four wheel vehicle, but it's a different kind of shape. You know what I mean? And, like, uh-huh. you know, you go on a dirt bike or me even on a bicycle, and it's like you forget there's, like, you know, all these other muscles that you don't use that, you know, that are still there. And it's like, oh, crap, you know? Jim, uh, yeah. I couldn't walk for two days after. Well, and, and on Friday I did an open practice where I rode all night, all day. Like, I just was, went hard. And then I had a race the next day, and I haven't even really looked at a dirt bike for months. And so – you know, I did double days back to back, and for two days, I was struggling to, like, step off the curb and back onto the curb. <laughs> it was so funny because, yeah, you use completely different muscles, and yeah, and I really kind of pushed myself a little harder than I should have because I wanted to do really good. And, man, I was feeling it. I'm still feeling it, so I got to go back to the gym today and, like, roll that stuff out. Like, my legs just squeezing so hard, and my, my shoulders, like – everything hurts in weird places so it's it's but you know it's the best kind of hurt like i love that feeling like i love the feeling of putting it in solid motos and hurting the next day because it just means you're working hard it's a good hurt it's a good hurt i am weird i'm super weird about that like most chicks like don't even like to break a nail like i love to feel pain i love to have bruises and i love to feel like i've been doing something i'm a do something kind of chick (laughs) yeah and then you then you turned all martha stewart in the garden right (laughs) Yeah, man, I come home and, you know, I'm, tra- I'm training. I don't got time to go to the bar, so I just <laughs> build stuff in my garage. <laughs> Oh, too funny, man. So yeah, no, it's uh, been fun. It's getting it's getting hot up here in uh, in Arizona. So it's like the Razors. I don't know if they're officially parked for the summer yet or not, but it's definitely not fun when it's 115 out to take the Razors and stuff like that. So uh, I don't know. We got some stuff we got going in the garage, but I think it's uh, it's about wakeboard time for me. So um, yeah, I think uh, I think the Razors are retired for a couple of months and it's wakeboard season. So uh, I don't know. That's that's pretty much where my head is at. That's for sure. So. Uh, yeah, but we are going to take a short break here, and uh, we come back. We've got an interview with Justin Lambert, uh, UTV champ from Baja. That's coming up. And then we got Hinchtown, James Hinchcliffe. He's going to be on the line. Uh, definitely a fun interview. And then Chris Atko Atkinson coming up in hour number two. Man, it's going to be a stack show today. Lots of fun. And if you got any questions for me, uh, it's at Jim Beaver 15 or Amy is at AmyHood71. And uh, we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? 
It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, joined on the line by my Polaris Razor teammate, my buddy Justin Lambert, Baja champ. How's everything going, Justin? It's going good. Well, I don't think I've. Uh, I feel like I haven't woke up from this uh, this good dream yet. Yeah, I was gonna say things got to be going good today. But uh, I know with you guys, you're in that interesting thing where it's uh, win on win on Sunday or win on Saturday and sell on Monday. So you got to parlay all that success into actually selling some product, right? 
yeah, that's the way it's supposed to work, and uh, <laughs> you better believe the phone's ringing. <laughs> well, that's always a good thing for you guys. But, I mean, uh, I know, you know, we, we've kind of been able to tell the story with you, but, you know, you guys had that perfect season there in Best in the Desert. I mean, you, you've stepped up to the turbo class. Obviously, things are working for you. But, I mean, Baja, I mean, you, you've won a lot of races here in the States, but I'm not super familiar. I mean, what, I mean, Baja 500, you've got that win now. I mean, have you won the 1,000 yet, or is that one still uh, still out there? Our, our best finish at the 1,000 so far is a third place. So, um bucket list is to get a 1,000 win as well. And, uh, man, winning the 500 was a dream come true. Last year we took second, we raced our uh, XP 1,000. We raced it up in the turbo class, took second place right behind Matlock last year. And uh, there's no way I'm quitting in Baja until I win at least one 1,000 and one 500. So the 500's under the belt now. Got to shoot for that 1,000 and then uh, see if we can defend next year maybe. Yeah, well, in the 500, and especially this year and last year, they've been, you know, I've raced the 500 before, but I've looked at the course layouts, and I'm like, man, these are some brutal 500-mile courses. I mean, you know, we go to Vegas Torino, and it's not easy, but it's a lot of fast, you know, rally-type roads. And, I mean, by the time the UTVs get there, it's kind of chewed up, but it's nothing like Baja. I mean, what you guys are racing down there this past weekend, dude, that's that's a gnarly 550 miles. Yeah, that uh, so Baja 500 this year was a little longer than most. Usually they're around 480. This year was 515, and uh, we earned every mile of it. And uh, Baja, it's definitely a rougher race. That race takes about roughly an hour longer than say like a Vegas Torino. Um, but at the end of the end of Vegas Torino, you feel like you could go another couple hundred miles. But I'll tell you what, at the end of the Baja 500, you're ready for it to be over. Yeah, I know there's a there's a picture and uh, and I know they just caught it just right, but it's of uh, of Sims and he's there at the finish line of Baja. And I'm like, man, it looks like his dog just got run over or something. I mean, it was like, I'm like, man, poor old Sims. They just caught it at the wrong time, and it looked like I don't even know what to think, man. He just looked depressed and everything else. It was uh, it was such a bad photo, but it was so it's it so summed up. I think the Baja 500 this year. Yeah, there's a time, obviously, at the end of these long races where uh, you actually blink, you know, <laughs> where you've been bugged out for so many hours, eyes open, just focused, and, and finally get to the finish line, and you can just you can just wipe your eyes a little bit and, and uh, take a big breath and, and quit bugging out. And uh, it looks like they caught that picture right at the right time. Yeah, well, and with you guys, I mean, this year, I mean, I know, you know, you guys had the 1,000, you are just dominating everything. That car was dialed in. I mean, was there a little bit, you know, with the turbos and, and the changeover and things like that? I mean, obviously, you guys have this turbo dialed in now, but, uh, you know, how has that been, you know what I mean? Because you were so tuned in with that xp 1000 you know and then the switch when you made that to the turbo i mean how, how has that been for you guys yeah back in the in the 2015 season about midway we really dialed in our xp 1000 we really got every bug figured out and after that it was just uh stacking up the wins and that was awesome so we obviously had an awesome season last year uh swept best in the desert in 2016 and uh but we knew it was time to move up to the turbo um Lots of people were moving up. We didn't want to sit back and, and sandbag in the XP1000 class, so we decided to move up to the turbo this year, and we expected problems. I mean, we expected a learning curve, and that uh, expectation did not disappoint. We <laughs> definitely learned a lot and put in a ton of time, hundreds and hundreds of hours of testing and trying different parts, different clutch setups, things like that. Um, these turbo cars, they make a bunch more torque, and with that torque comes more heat and, and more abuse on parts. So, you know, hopefully uh, 
hopefully we're we're I don't think we're 100 percent yet dialed in, but we're getting closer to 85, 90 percent, and uh, so we still got we still got some more some more to learn here and some more to uh, to put down to the ground. And I think uh, within the next two months before Vegas Torino, we'll uh, actually be even better. Yeah, well, and I know. I tell you what, I feel like this year I've been thrown to the wolves. I mean, we've been racing trucks forever. I mean, my dad raced for 30 years in off-road trucks, and I've been racing trophy truck for, you know what I mean, I don't know, for at least 10, 12, 13 years. And and all of a sudden jumping into this turbo build, I I feel like I've been thrown to the wolves, man. You want to talk about learning. Holy crap. I mean, it, it's a complete different approach. I mean, in little things I never even thought of, you know what I mean? It's just uh, figuring this car out, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm happy. We, we basically finished the mint. We were within two miles of the finish there. And, uh, um, and then, and then, you know, we finished the UTV world championship, but I'm just happy we're finishing races, but, um, you know, our, our speeds yet aren't quite competitive. We're just fighting all kinds of little issues and things like that. And like you said, heat, and it's just, man, there's so many things that I think, you know, guys in off-road don't think about that UTV guys have to think about. And I think with the speeds that a guy like you are running, you know, and I just looked at the overall results, I think you beat all the 1,600 cars. You beat all the score light 12 yeah. cars. Uh, you beat a bunch of the, the truck classes. I mean, you know, I'm looking at those speeds going, plus I know you're fighting through some of this stuff nobody else has to deal with. I mean, that's impressive to me. Yeah, we uh, we definitely were on a mission this race. But these cars – these these Polaris Razors are amazingly capable, and even going pre-running in you know a close to stock car with you know bolt-on Cognito suspension and all of our all of our other parts to make that thing a, essentially a dual sport machine, it's unbelievable the capability of these cars. And uh, but when you go build a desert race car out of one of these things, there's definitely a little different learning curve. I mean, we're adding a bunch of weight, we're running spare tires, we're running tools, lights, all these extra things. And it does take a little bit of finesse to get one dialed in after adding all that weight. But, hey, that's part of the game. Yeah. Well, and, you know, what do you think, I mean, you know, as far as, you know, race builds go, I mean, we, we see, you know what I mean, what you guys are doing, and you're pushing the limits in one direction. We see what Scanlon did, and he went all the way out in left field with his build. And then you see Reese Millen, and he's going a complete different direction with his build. And, and these things are getting pretty insane. I mean, we're, we're talking full-on race car builds. I mean, they're razors, but, you know what I mean, they're full race cars. I mean, where do you think this thing's going to be in, you know, two years from now well yeah so these to be competitive in desert racing and the utv now you really got to build a purpose-built desert racing utv obviously you got to start with a platform you know players razor um or the like and uh but we got to take that and build a a purpose-built desert race car it's not really a car that you're going to go run a short course race the next weekend or anything like that just to be competitive, man, it, it, there's a lot of cars out there now, a lot of smart guys building parts, and a lot of fast guys racing. So uh, the machines are getting uh, more and more uh, purpose-built, and it's, that's what it's going to take these days. Yeah, well, and I, I know me. I mean, it's like, you know, we built this one for this year, and uh, I'm already, you know, immediately going, all right, well, we can change this and this and this on the next one. And, you know, and, and we're talking like custom parts that are going to have to be made and things like that. And I'm going, man, this is, you know, it, it's some of these parts I'm looking at, you know, and they're like miniature trophy truck parts now. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not like they're, you know, just uh, – 
what you would think would be going on a razor, you know, and, and I think it's saying something for the class. And like I said, those speeds are crazy. You know, for the longest time, you know, people kind of poke fun at UTVs. And I'm like, there's no – you got guys like, you know, like we said, Reese Mill and you got Robbie Gordon racing. And, you know, you look down the list and, you know, it's just – it's crazy. I mean, the talent level in UTV racing, you know, and that's just name drivers. I mean, you got guys like you and Sims who are tremendously talented, you know what I mean, that are, you know, and this is where you've, you know, kind of kind of made your – you know, you made your name, but it's, I don't know. It's just the racing's get yeah. wild and really close. Yeah. As these, I mean, as these, uh, UTVs evolve, I mean, every year, obviously all the manufacturers are stepping it up. They're, they're actually becoming, the sport are becoming closer and closer to race ready every year. Yeah. Uh, so I would imagine here in the next couple of years, it's not going to take too much money to build a, a, a really competitive, uh, race car. Uh, right off the showroom floor. I mean, add a cage and nets and 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 weld in doors. And man, you're gonna see you're gonna see units that are ready to race without adding a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Well, and it's even you know it's like our engines now. I know in turbo, you know they're sealed and had people go, oh, why don't you allow them to modify the engine? I'm like, man, I, I don't know. Mine's I, I I got plenty of power now. It's enough to get me into trouble. I don't know that I need 200 out of this thing. You know, it's like uh, I'm, I think Polaris built a pretty solid power plant from the get go. You know, I, I don't know how much more we actually need in one of these. That's the yeah that and that's the beauty of desert racing too. It's uh it's not a drag race. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of obviously a lot of factors involved saving your machine and, and being smart especially in the dust and i think that's that's where we uh made our way to the front this last weekend at the baja 500 is you know we started uh 14th 13th or 14th and man made our way to the front here you know before halfway through the race and just kept it safe but smart and picked good lines and things like that but you know even the ctv thing growing i mean look at all these guys in trophy trucks and class ones look at what they're pre-running in these days yeah I saw a lot of those guys out in, in Polaris Razors this last weekend pre-running. Yeah, well, and, and you can build a proper Polaris Razor pre-runner for, you know, half of what uh, you can have invested into a buggy or a, a truck pre-runner, you know, and I think that's yeah. the glory of it. Most of the parts, you know, you can uh, buy off the shelf, and it's not custom fabbed and things like that. But uh, uh, speaking of that, I mean, this was a long Baja 500. Uh, I got to ask, I know every time I go down there, there, you know, you can pre-run whatever you want, but come race day, there's always something that you didn't expect. I mean, a flood or a silt bed, I mean, you, you know, or a booby trap, you get any any hairball situations down there uh, this past weekend? <laughs> yeah, I'd tell you what. I mean, you can run all you want, but on race day, that course looks totally different. Um, the silt holes come out. The rocks come, you know, the rocks get tossed across the course by the by the trucks and the bigger cars and whatnot. But and then you'll always run across a crowd of, uh, of uh, Mexicans down there, and all of a sudden there's this, just a huge mud puddle or a huge <laughs> mud hole, and it wasn't there during pre-running. So, Pretty sure they didn't have a sprinkler break or anything like that. I think uh, they just wanted to see some action, you know. Yeah, they they get creative with uh, with it. That's for sure. But uh, man, I appreciate you taking the time to call in. So, what's up next for you guys, uh, Vegas Torino? Right, we got I think Polaris Dealer Show in July, but uh, Vegas Torino in August, right? Yeah, our next uh, our next big race will be Vegas Torino, and uh, we've won that one back to back the last two years. So, we're going to go for three in a row, and. Uh, the pressure's on. Last year, Vegas Torino, I, that, I think that was the most pressure I had ever seen. Vegas Torino's a big race, and uh, it's one of my favorites. And, man, I, I really wanted to win it two in a row. And 
at the end of the day, we came out on top, and, man, I'd like to do it again this year. All right, that was Justin Lambert, Cognito Motorsports, taking uh, a Baja victory. And uh, we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Since 1970, Casey Highlights has been designing and manufacturing performance lighting for off-road and motorsports. Beginning with the legendary Daylighter up until today's revolutionary Flex, Pod, and Pro 6 lighting systems, Casey Highlights offers a full line of halogen, HID, and LED lighting solutions for your off-road vehicle. Looking for the best quality lighting? Looking for the brand champions choose? You're looking for KC Highlights. Find out more information at kchighlights.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Casey highlights the Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268 horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race ready 305 horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. It's not a sibling rivalry. It's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here uh, just off the line with Justin Lambert. Uh, your Baja winner in a Polaris Razor, I might add, but uh, always fun catching up with him. Also owns Cognito Motorsports. Looking for a lift kit for your truck, looking for some of uh, uh, some UTV aftermarket parts, definitely hit up Cognito and make some uh, top-notch uh, 
high-quality uh, gear for your Polaris Razor or your Brand X even, I'm sure. But uh, I don't know. You don't even need to be driving around in that Brand X stuff. Get a Polaris Razor. Get the real deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, lots of fun catching up with Justin Lambert. Uh, man, we had a ton of racing going on over the weekend. I don't know. Where do we even start, man? I, I watched uh, some Promoto, a little bit of it. Um, obviously, I'm following the tracking of Baja. I watched both of the IndyCar doubleheader. I watched both of the Global Rallycross doubleheader. Um, I even caught a bit of the Formula Drift live stream. I mean, it was nuts. And then I was following along with the rally stage rally event. Um, I, just a busy, busy weekend in motorsports. You know, they call like uh, Memorial Weekend the biggest weekend in uh, motorsports, right, with Monaco, NASCAR, and IndyCar. I've always said that the weekend – after this past weekend is the biggest one in action motorsports. And before we even had like X games topped on there and everything else. Can't forget. We had stadium super trucks going on in Detroit as well. I, I don't know. It, it's just a massive weekend. If you're a motorsports fan or at least motorsports, like I like, right. So, uh, I don't know. They, you know, mainstream can, they can have Memorial weekend us action motorsports people. We're claiming the weekend after, right? That's, I don't know. I, I've just always said that it's the biggest weekend in action motorsports. Didn't disappoint, right? So I don't know. We got uh, we got a ton to talk about here. Um, obviously, let's just start with Baja, right? We, we're on Baja, and uh, talk with Andy McMillan. Been talking with him over the weekend. He was going to be a guest today. He obviously is not. He got called into uh, some really important uh, meetings, and so uh, he is booked for next week's show. So we will have Baja champ Andy McMillan on the line. He will be here uh, next week. Uh, talking about his new Red Bull deal and his overall victory. But, uh, man, what a shootout we had in Trophy Truck down there in Baja. McMillan, Matney, and McCachron all within three minutes of each other. And literally, because of the way they started in the stagger, they didn't know who was going to uh, who's going to be the winner. They were all three sitting at the finish line, and with penalties and things like that, they literally they had no idea how things were going to stack up. So they had to sort them out. Ended up being Andy Mack on top, uh, Matney in second, and Rob Mack in third. That was your one, two, three, and trophy truck rounding out the top five. The top five overall: Luke McMillan, Carlos Abdelli Lopez, one through five. Your first class one. I will give a shout out to Larry Rossler. He was in Score TT Legends. He ended up taking the victory there, um, but eighth overall, solid effort by the legend Larry Rossler. Uh, your first motorcycle, Francisco Arenado, uh, 45X Pro Moto. He finished 13th overall. He was your Moto overall winner. Um, trophy truck spec ended up uh, t- clipping the class ones. That's right, Elias Hanna taking uh, the victory in trophy truck spec, 22nd overall. Brian Wilson, your class one winner. Brock Dickerson, your class 10 winner. And then, uh, you know, going down, we got a lot of other classes and results. But I do want to mention Justin Lambert, 51st overall, about three hours uh, off the uh, overall victor's pace in a Polaris Razor. But he beat the best 1600 car and the best score lights class 12 car, man. Amazing effort in a Polaris Razor. That's crazy how fast he was going to mix it up. And you've got 233 entries, and to finish 51st overall in a Polaris Razor, dude, tip of the cap to Justin Lambert. It's amazing, man. Uh, you know, stoked to have him on air, but we got to hype that up a bit because, dude, they, these things are getting crazy fast. And uh, I don't know, Polaris laying it down, too, sweeping the podium as well. Um, good weekend in Baja for Polaris Razor. That's for sure. But, uh, yeah, Baja down there, man. This was a gnarly one. It was absolutely a gnarly one. 
down there in Ensenada. Uh, and, you know, it, it kind of leads us into next year. This is the 49th annual Baja 500. Obviously, this November, we got the 50th anniversary of the Baja 1000. This is going to be a big, massive one. But then turn around in June, and it's the 50th anniversary of the Baja 500 in 2018. I'm hoping to get down there and race it. We'll see if that's uh, able to happen. But, uh, uh, yeah, Baja 500, 50th anniversary next June. Man, that thing is going to be off the chain. Um, definitely, uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um, so I, I don't know. Hopefully they change up the course. I, I, t- I kind of don't like this course they ran this year. Just putting it out there. So uh, it's really brutally tough and hot and uh, nasty. But, um, yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, definitely a tough one to win. And uh, I do have to say, B.J. Baldwin had the video – uh, had the video and the Instagram post of the uh, of the weekend. Uh, he ended up uh, getting held up by the Ampudia brothers, uh, um, and uh, he was ramming them, running the horn. They wouldn't pull over, so he threw an Instagram video out and kind of called them out, you know. And it's uh, it's been kind of comedic to see the responses, but the clip kind of went viral, and uh, yeah, they just refused to pull over for him. And uh, props to BJ man, because the boy was sure uh, sure nice for him. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, lots of racing action this weekend. We also had stadium super trucks in Detroit and, uh, Robbie Gordon, not racing stadium super trucks because Mr. Robbie Gordon was racing down in Baja. Um, but stadium super trucks running the double header in Detroit with IndyCar, uh, shout out to Graham Rahal taking the double in IndyCar winning both rounds. That gives us like our, our seventh winner in uh, eight rounds. Um, and every track has had a different winner. I don't know. It's crazy. Competition level is insane in IndyCar right now. We'll talk about that. I'm sure with Hinch, Hinchtown coming up uh, later on in the show, um, but, uh, yeah, Stadium Super Trucks pulling the double in Detroit as well. And uh, Sheldon Creed with the sweep. Uh, yeah, Sheldon Creed finishing one and one in both uh, both of the uh, races there in Detroit. Uh, kind of uh, a la Graham Rahal. So uh, had a sweep uh, in both SST and uh and IndyCar, but to Sheldon Creed with both those victories. So, man, I, I haven't, we haven't talked a lot of stadium super trucks yet this year. We should. Uh, my apologies because I actually get a lot of requests. Got a ton of stadium super truck fans that tune in. But right now, these point standings in SST, you got look at how close this is. So we got Paul Morris, 291 points. He's leading, right? You got Matty Brabs, Matt Brabham. He is 290 points. He's one point back from Paul Morris, right? And then you got Sheldon Creed in third, 286 points. Five points separating first through third in stadium super trucks right now. Kind of, kind of insane, man. Tight, tight racing. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the way that shapes up. But uh, Creed obviously got some momentum coming off that double. Um, see how uh, see how that plays out uh, the rest of uh, the rest of this year. But uh, man, uh, definitely a lot of momentum in his favor. And then you got to talk, uh, man. We got you know SST going on. We got this and that. Uh, we got Formula Drift that was at the wall, and this is uh, uh, Formula Drift, and it's. Uh, um, I got to tell you, it's uh, <laughs> the wall. It's a gnarly one, right? It, it just. Uh, um, it is gnarly, and you had Odie Bakchis, uh, or Odie Bakchis taking the victory there, and, uh, I don't know, I'm just looking down through, uh, the results here at Michael Essa's second, Christophe Blues in, uh, in third, but, uh, just a, a crazy, uh, crazy event. If you don't know what the wall is, it's literally, it's probably one of the gnarliest corners in, in all of motorsports, so, you know, drift, 
Um, they literally they're going straight down the uh, straight down the straight, and uh, immediately. As soon as uh, as soon as you get to the first corner, it's a big right hand sweeper, right? Is they're basically running a speedway backwards, and uh, the outside clipping point is literally the wall. So these guys are putting it into drift at over a hundred miles an hour, and they're getting as close to the wall as they can, right? It's just gnarly, hanging it all out. If you haven't seen the videos, uh, you need to look them up. But uh, the wall, uh, one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite events of the year, just because of that uh, that corner. I mean, it takes some balls. Uh, to be able to throw it in a drift, uh, you know, right there like they do, um, you know, in New Jersey. So, uh, I don't know, my my favorite, uh, one of my favorite FD rounds of the year just because uh, of the wall, quote, the wall, right? But, uh, yeah, big shout-out to uh, uh, Bokchis uh, on the win there. Um, definitely a uh, solid victory for him. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, it's, it's been a change-up this year, man. You know, you expect to see, you know, uh, you know, Osbo and Gittin and Forsberg and those kind of guys. And it's changed it up. I mean, seeing Bakhtis and Essa and Blues uh, up there and uh, Kaufman. I mean, we didn't have one of the, quote, name brands, you know, in the top four. So it's been uh, been pretty interesting. Uh, you know, get you got Turk knocked out by Bakhtis in the second round. Um, Osbo getting knocked out by Bakhtis. I've got to tell you, Odie, uh, whew, it's a tough, uh, it was a tough bracket he had there. But uh, – um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, man, we're, we're seeing like a changing of the guard in formula drift right now. And I think that's, uh, that's kind of cool to be, be able to witness this. You know what I mean? It's like, you still got the guys like fours and Turk and, uh, you know, and getting and, uh, Osbo, he's kind of new, but you consider him a veteran. It's kind of weird. He's kind of right there in the middle, but you see all these named guys that have been the foundation of formula D and, and you see these younger guys moving in and you kind of see a little shift happening. And it's, uh, it's really kind of cool to be watching and witnessing, uh, you know, that right in front of us. So, uh, um, yeah. And then, uh, we also had some pro moto, uh, going down, um, this weekend as well and uh, that was in thunder valley in colorado and uh you know looking at the 250s uh it was joey savachi going four and one taking the victory alex martin one and four in second and jeremy martin a couple of martins on the podium there in third followed by forkner and osborne uh but savachi uh getting back to his winning ways taking that uh win but 450s man big shake up there blake baggett taking the win i wouldn't have called that one um, going three and one. And then Marvin Muskeen, he finished up in second. He's putting together a pretty solid uh, outdoor effort so far this year, as well as Jason Anderson finding his way to the podium as well. Then you had Justin Bogle, who took the first the first moto victory, but then fell back to ninth in the second one, which put him outside of the podium in the fourth spot. And then Eli Tomac finishing seven and two, having some struggles there from Mr. Tomac. And that's your top five. But uh, I don't know, just a uh, uh, pretty interesting outdoor season, man. It's like they, they don't know. You don't know who's going to step up. Obviously, Mar- Marvin's got the points lead right now. we got uh, Tomac. He's about 17 points back, and then Baggett in the third spot. And then you got Zacho, who's had a solid 250 effort. He's there in first, followed by the Martins, Alex, and Jeremy. Um, but, uh, man, is it, you know, outdoors, it's been a shakeup with Roxon out and uh, with, uh, with Dungey bowing out and retiring. Uh, I don't know. It's, you know, what is the future of Supercross? Obviously, Roxon is a safe bet when he comes back, but you never know. You know, it's like, what is this, you know, Supercross and Motocross? Who is the future? Who's that name brand? Who's the guy that you expect to win each and every year? 
at this point, I'm going to say Roxon, but I don't know. How's he going to be when he comes back from, from his injury? Uh, you know, it's, I don't know. This is a question for you guys. Tweet me at Jim Beaver 15. I'm sure Amy would like to chime in on this one at Amy hood 71. Let us know who do you think, who do you think is the future of uh, supercross and motocross, man? Who, who's going to, who's going to step in and who's going to take that dungy spot? Is it going to be Roxon? Or is it going to be somebody else? Tomac, he's you know he's throwing his hat in the ring. Anderson, Marvin, who's it going to be? Who's going to be that perennial front runner you expect to win each and every weekend? I think uh, that's to be determined, um, you know, in the upcoming uh, upcoming year. That's for sure. But uh, we're going to take a short break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, man, we got a couple of small segments, and when we come back, we got Joe Duncan, and we got Chris Atko, and James. Hinchtown, Hinchcliffe, still coming at you here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. 
Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Just had to change that up a bit, kind of, I don't know, put a little spice into it, right? But uh, uh, speaking of putting a little spice into your ears, hopefully you guys have had the chance to check out Project Action on Podcast One, my new-ish podcast spinoff to the down and dirty radio show we do a little bit of action sports a little bit of uh, racing a little bit of mma celebrities badasses and everything in between having a ton of fun with it man check out this roller coaster list of uh, guests we've had we've started out we have like sebastian bach Adam Carolla, and this is just in the past like month and a half. Sebastian Bach, lead singer Skid Row. Adam Carolla, yeah, no introduction. Naomi Kyle, face model and uh, gamer and actress and face of IGN.com. Uh, we've had those three, and then we had Ryan Dungey, Paul Rodriguez, uh, professional skateboarder. I'm just, I know I'm missing people, but holy. Holy crap, we just did Alex Strylar this past week, Uncut. You marketing people love that. Um, I don't know. It's just been insane, uh, the level of quality of guests that we've had. I know I'm missing some, but um, Antron Brown. My gosh, how can we forget Antron? We did the Indy 500 episode with Indy 500 drivers, including Hinchtown, who's coming up in this hour. Graham Rahal, your doubleheader winner. I mean, we had Alex Rossi, your winner from last year. I mean, just crazy what's happening on Project Action on Podcast One. Thanks to everybody who's tuned in. If you like this show, you're going to love that one. We go further in depth, pull no punches. Uh, occasional F-bombs and S-bombs will be dropped. It's uncut, it's raw, it's uncensored. We get behind the scenes with some of the biggest people online, period, right? Uh, you know, in the world, some of these, uh, whether it be racing or celebrities or um, anything in between, action sports. So it's just a ton of fun, and uh, you guys have been, um, I don't know, been great at tuning in. Um, need those uh, reviews, please, uh, you know, when you listen in, subscribe on iTunes and uh, then rate and review us. If you leave a review and leave that Twitter, Instagram, at username, I'll follow you back. Same goes for the Down and Dirty Radio Show. We're on iTunes as well. You like listening behind the scenes and after the fact, um, definitely tune in there. And, um, um, yeah, leave that rating review and uh, your Twitter, Instagram, at username. I will follow you back uh, there on social media as well. But uh, thanks to everybody who's tuned in there. And uh, also, man, a lot of you tune in online. Uh, if you're not, though, check out my website. i got a link. We're airing on in national syndication, 200 networks uh, around the U.S. We're syndicated, too. And then uh, the our American Forces Network, all our troops overseas, thank you very much. Um, for uh, for tuning in to us on the American Forces Network. But, man, we're all over the place. So lots of places to tune in to your favorite action motorsports radio show. And, uh, man, we're going to be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. 